This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am doing fabulous, Mark. Just fabulous. fabulous. That's what we like to hear. Fabulous. So we're here excited to be talking to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock, and, uh, unless there's a basketball game or a football game. I think we are on at 4 o'clock this week. And WPH, we've been here for 15 years on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages, commercial, residential, real estate, uh, give us a call. We always answer 267-266-5501. I missed a couple of minus calls. Our favorite fan. What's your number, Deanne? Oh, no. Yeah. I got to call her back. What's your number? All right, Mark. So my number is 609-605-7153. And we're here just to keep you informed. We're the only real estate show in Philly, Metro Market. And you can listen to this show and past shows on Good News of Real Estate on our webpage. And also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking Dr. A. New series. I think it's uh, this is going to be part two of five. We yes. also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? How much do I really need? More, 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 more. <laughs> There's a difference between need and want, but we're not going know. down that path today. I got a lot of wants. All right. So, Mark, we're up to our questions. The first question is, can a realtor list new HVAC system when it's actually not true? And the second question is, if the inspection period for a home sale is 15 days from the date that I signed the contract, one twenty three twenty four. Is it actual business days or is it calendar days? You got to count the days. Next question is, I live in California and I'll be selling my home this May in 20 of 24. And I'm just wondering if we should install solar panels as a selling point. That's a good one. Next question is, is the renter responsible for sewage bill 
if the lease agreement only says water bill? <laughs> Got to read the print. The next question is, um, oh, and Mark, <laughs> our topic of the day is six reasons why it makes sense to sell a home right now before the spring rush. No doubt. But first, give us your motivational quote. So the motivational quote is, don't fear change. You may lose something good, but you almost may gain something great. Very good. So that's the old, somebody invites you to a meeting and you don't go because you don't like change. But if you go, you never know what's going to happen. So my advice is anybody ever, ever asks you to a business meeting, you go because you never know what's going to happen. That's how we got on our radio. That's right. That's right. All right, so where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So, it's crazy. The, the surging layoffs, there's been a ton of layoffs. That's why I don't, I, it's hard to believe the media at all anymore. I just, they lost all credibility. Uh, but you got these surging layoffs, and then you got the presidential election. And what's, what's that going to bring to the 2024 housing market? This year, has barely begun and already seems we're destined for history books. The next 11 months are jam-packed with a combative presidential election with two large wars abroad, a string of high-profile companies announcing layoffs. Fears over the, over the Fed will be able to guide the economy to a soft landing. I wish they'd stay behind the curtain and not like be in a press conference all the time. Constantly. They've, they affect a lot of things, man, by what they say. They, they should stay out of sight. And how each of these concerns will play out, you know, during the upcoming year. And we had some things all to the high prices of the homes, the mortgage rates. Buying or selling a home is one of the largest financial transactions most people ever make. And if they're worried about the future, they might prefer to opt out of the housing market and stay put instead. In 2024, the thing that oh, is certain is uncertainty itself. You know, when people aren't sure how things are going, they stay on the fence. We had this happen way back when, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, prior to Trump's election, there was trillions of dollars sitting on the fence because nobody was sure what was going to happen. Because back then, if you remember, they were going to force Obamacare on every business. So the businesses weren't sure whether to hire or not. So that not being sure what's going on stops things. So, you know, it's a lot of psychological stuff with buyers and sellers. Right. What happens to the economy influences which direction the mortgage rates move and whatever. Rates go down, closing on a home might be a lot more affordable. Buyers still have jobs. If you're not one of, working at one of the big tech companies and you just got laid off, that affects everything. And there's some current concerns about what lies ahead, you know, and could this presidential election stall home sales? Actually, that doesn't really have much effect. Like, it increasingly looking like there's going to be another showdown between Biden and Trump right. in November, which that'll start the media up like like unbelievable. Or uh, even though you know the either one is got a primary <laughs> one yet, I don't think the Democrats are having a primary. They're not even having a debate. And uh, the Republicans, I think, will have a primary, but. It looks like that's over already. But the possibility of new administration, new policies, all that anxiety brings fear because people don't understand where we're going to go. But usually elections are like a brief blip. They won't really have, you know, as soon as it's over, 
things get back to normal. Yeah, are we back to normal? We haven't been back to normal since when? I don't know, but we uh, after this next election, I'm hoping that we start this economy turns around because this a group this group is not helping, and all this inflation talk, and then they're keep writing these checks to Zelensky, and now they're worried about where the money went in Ukraine. <laughs> it's kind of late for that, ain't it? <laughs> There's like sixty million missing. Uh, oh well, we can't find it. So anyway, they have you know. A lot of Americans are not paying a lot of attention to this election yet, but that doesn't mean it's going to be not be a dominant figure in the economy. For example, back in 08, when Obama ran, the same year the housing market melted foreclosures because that was terrible back then. Uh, built All kinds of people went out of business. But then as soon as the election was over, it picked up again. So I don't think the election is going to have a real big effect. The biggest thing, though, is this unemployment that, you know, they say they picked up 200,000 jobs. They always leave out the second part about how many jobs were lost. You know, so they didn't really pick up anything. They actually lost jobs. But if you listen to it, that's the problem with the media. I don't know why any kid would take journalism in college right now to be an investigative journalist, because you can only say what the boss says. So if you found some great story that somebody doesn't like, it's there was you're a not movie. Get printed that, anyway. was a, that was a great movie, and I can't remember the name of it. Where they did investigating reporting, what? and then she actually went out on her own and kept reporting it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like one person wakes up in the morning, sends out the headline, and everybody right. just repeats it. It's the local news doesn't talk about any three, six, and ten. Our local news they don't talk about anything. They're more like uh, entertainment shows. I don't know. But anyway, job security, that impacts consumer confidence. There's a bunch of things. But the perception is really important. If people think things are good, people make moves. And when people aren't sure and they keep hearing these mixed messages from the Fed, we're going to cut rates, we're not going to cut rates. How can you be so undecided? You know, if, they, if, they were, if they were honest... They would say the reason we raised rates was we wanted about a million people to lose their jobs. That was the plan. But nobody ever talks like that. Because if they everybody lost their plan, inflation lost their job, inflation would go down. That's a bad plan. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that sounds like a bad plan. So anyway, with all and then you got all these wars going on and letting things get out of control and you know. I don't know. So I can't it, believe we're at two years with Ukraine. Like that just blows my mind. We're up to three hundred billion. Three hundred billion. So sad. And you know what? I would do first day of president. I would put wounded warriors, all them business, all them shows out of business. I would take care of every vet in the country. I give them all, build them a house, and give them a few million to set them up. People are working on it. <laughs> that would be my first day. So anyway. And then the inflation thing, they keep saying, oh, inflation, well, inflation actually just rose. And then they keep saying it's 3 or 4%, but that doesn't include goods, food, heating, right. gasoline, none of that stuff. Inflation on food is 25%. All right. Well, this is supposed to be well, so all positive I, all the time. So, Yeah. Well, the positive of all this is we'll be out of this mess soon and the rates will come down. I think sellers are going to start listing. 
and the real estate market's going to take off towards the end of the year. That's what I think. All right. That's what Saturday Night Live they used to say, and that's the ticket. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the rate? So looking at your 30-year conventional, we're hovering around 7%, 7 7.125%. Your 15-year is about 6.625%. And your FHA are still under 7 so your FHA is around 6.5% along with your VA at 6.5%. Now, again, you know, full disclosure on these rates, we're looking at what is your down payment and what is your credit score. And we're, so we're actually up one percentage point in like two weeks. Um, probably about a half, not, not a full percentage. I thought we were at six, six something last week. Yeah, it depends. And now we're at seven. All right. All right, whatever. We're still saying so, May, June. I think we're going to be in the high fives. That's my prediction. May, June. Right. We're going to May be around 5.875. I think it was May 6 you picked. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. And I am positive. I'm just not positive about exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So I got like a little bit of a long one today. This one's called Trying to Do the Job Alone. Now, this is a letter to an insurance company with an attached forums explaining how this accident happened to this guy. So he says, Dear Sir, I'm writing in response to the request for additional information. In block three of the accident reporting form, I I put trying to do the job alone as the cause of the accident. You said in your letter that I should explain more fully, and I trust that the following details will be sufficient. I am a bricklayer by trade, and on the day of the accident, I was working alone on a roof of a new six-story building. 
When I completed my work, I discovered that I had about 500 pounds of bricks left over. Rather than carry the bricks down by hand, I decided to lower them down in a barrel by using a pulley, which fortunately was attached to the side of the building at, at the sixth floor. Securing the rope at ground level, I went up to the roof, swung the barrel out, loaded the bricks into it, and when I got back down to the ground I and untied the rope, holding it tight to ensure a slow descent of 500 pounds of bricks, you will note in block 11 of the accident form, I weigh 135 pounds. <laughs> Due to my surprise at being jerked off the ground so suddenly, I lost my presence of mind and forgot to let go of the rope. Needless to say, as I proceeded at a rather rapid rate up the side of the building, in the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel coming down. This explains the fractured skull, broken collarbone, slowed, oh uh, slowed only slightly. I continued my rapid ascent, not stopping until my fingers of my right hand up to the knuckles were stuck in the pulley. Fortunately, by this time, I had regained my presence of mind, and I was able to hold on tightly to the rope in spite of my pain. At approximately the same time, however, the barrel bricks hit the ground and the bottom broke out of the barrel, devoid of the weight of the bricks. The barrels now weighed approximately 50 pounds. I referred again to my weight in the form of block 11, 135 pounds. You, as you might imagine, I began my rapid descent down the side of the building. In the vicinity of the third floor, I met the barrel coming up. This accounted for the two fractured ankles, the lacerations on my legs and lower body. <laughs> The encounter with the barrel slowed me enough to lessen my injuries when I fell onto the pile of bricks. Fortunately, only three vertebrae were cracked. But I'm sorry to report. Uh, I'm sorry to report, however, that I, as I lay there on the pile of bricks in pain, unable to stand, and watching an empty barrel six stories above me, I again lost presence of mind and let go with a rope, which explains the bruises, the lacerations from the barrel oh my god thank you forward and i look forward to hearing from you again <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> sounds like something out of the three stooges <laughs> i don't know it kind of sounds something similar to maybe you riding a bike no 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 anyway <laughs> if you have a funny story send it to 8029 at comcast.net or give us a call at 267 266 5501. And now it's time for the mortgage, men's, mortgage segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic today is how much do I really need? We need it all, so Mark. Tell me we about need this. it all. So we constantly, I mean, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't run into someone that I'm doing a pre approval for or, or doing a consultation for that says, I'm just not ready to purchase because I don't have enough money saved. So when I have a conversation with them and I ask them, well, you know, how much money do you have saved and how much are you looking to save? And their response, I'm going to say still 70% of the time is I don't have the 20% to put down. And it just recently happened. Um, it just recently happened last Wednesday when I was, I was talking with a client who said they were going to be ready in May and I wanted to start their pre-approval process now. And they had mentioned to me, you know, well, I'm talking to my dad and my dad says I need 20% down. Like you don't yes. need 20% down. You know, what was the reasoning that your dad gave you for 20% down? I'm not sure. I don't really know how all of this, how all of this works. So long story short, I'm actually going over there today 
to do a consultation with him and his wife and go over the different options that are available. They're first time home buyers. They can put as little as 3% down on a conventional loan. They can put as little as three and a half percent down on an FHA loan. And we talk about it all the time. I'm going to go a little bit more in depth right now, but you know, we talk about the 20% eliminating on a conventional mortgage, what we call PMI, which is your private mortgage. That is like that myth is so hard what to is? kill. That that twenty percent myth is so hard to kill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just have to you have to see and and my plan is to do a comparison. This is what your loan looks like at three percent. This is what your loan looks like five percent and give them the twenty percent option. But Mark, it goes back to my my biggest point is the rates are high right now. And if you can manage these payments for the next six to eight months, let's just even call it a year. If you can manage these payments for a year and you can do 5% down and we're, you know, they're in Florida. So let's just call it a $400,000 home. 20% of that is 80,000, right? Yeah. How many people got that in the bank? 3% is 12,000. Right. So this, the difference between the twelve thousand and the eighty thousand is new furniture, um, you know, having savings still left in your account, having an emergency fund. But my point to that is, if they have a really good credit score, which I'm pretty sure that they do, we can pay that mortgage insurance up front one time, and you never right. have to pay it again. Do I recommend doing it at this point? It all depends on what their purchasing power is right now. Everybody's situation is going to be different. So it's not cut and dry calling a mortgage company and saying, what is your rate? Right. That's not how we start the conversation. The conversation should be, what are your goals and what's your five-year plan? So I kind of went terrible. I'm sorry. The media reinforces this myth because every once in a while I watch the business channels and some housing person comes on and says, well, if you put 20% down, you you could probably get a good deal. Right. And that's, you know, and then Uncle Harry here is hitting and they tell these people. I mean, my suggestion right now is to keep money in your pocket, right? As much and be liquid. If you can keep cash in your pocket right now, that's exactly what you want to do. And you know, I, I'm not even really covering my, the topic that I wanted to go over today, but, you know, by not having, we're closing their loan in May. There's no payment in May, no payment in June. They put that June payment in the bank and they withdraw that money for a year to cover the part that makes them uncomfortable. And it's a win-win for everyone. They don't have to put 20% down. They're not dwindling their savings. They still have an emergency fund and they're able to make the payment without changing their life. Now, if somebody has a different scenario or if that doesn't make sense, call me. Let's have a conversation. I'd love to hear your point of view on that because it all goes back to everything that I've been preaching and it's data and documents. That's all it is. It's not how you feel. It's not what you think. It's data and documents. And that's what you should be making your decision on. That's why people have financial planners. That's why people have accountants. And that's why you should have a mortgage consultant to go over everything with you and have a plan, 
You're not one and done. If people were one and done, I'd be out of business. I mean, I have a, I have a customer right now that her daughter just came back. Her daughter came to me. I did her mom's loan in 2015. Hmm. I mean, it's because there's a plan. Yeah, and you stay in touch with them. And the other thing is, too, exactly. and if you have a good real estate agent, I mean, I don't care what market it is. Like, if things are well priced, you can still do seller assist. There are first time home buyer programs. So, all of a sudden, that 12000 yeah. might be four grand, five grand. You know, yeah. uh, some and, sell, and if, you're, getting- if you're buying a $400,000 house and they need twelve grand, and I say to the buyer, we'll bump this up to four oh six and give us six. Now we only need six thousand. And and well, the twelve thousand was just their down payment. You still have closing uh, costs, but still, there's still ways to skin yeah. this cat. Of I course. did one not that long ago, and we did seller assist. Like I, I yeah. have agents. There's the agents are just as bad. Oh, you can't do sellers assist in this sellers market. Yes, you can. If you don't ask, the answer is no. It's, all as day long, long. As you, as, and it's all about as long as they're going to appraise. Presenting. Yeah. It's all about explaining. Yeah. It, I've seen one good exactly. real estate commercial this week. I forget what company it was, but there was a, a realtor. She said, "I sent you all the stuff," and it bought the husband and oh, wife. Yeah, you see that? that? And then she goes, "Let me yeah. explain to," and they both start smiling. But that right. a lot of agents are just doing that, emailing them all the stuff with no yeah. explanation. Yep. Sign and, here, press hard, and then they're scared. Right. No, exactly. So don't be scared, right? Mortgage mom, I'm here to rescue you. You know, mom always helps with advice. I'm here to help. Please exactly. give me a call, 609-605-7153. Very good. So coming up next is going to be our question and answer segment. That was a good topic. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. And call Deanne. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Club. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in real estate. 
Hey, welcome back to Good News from Rusty here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. All right, what's the first one? The first question is, can a realtor list a new HVAC system when it is not a true fact? Well, they can do whatever they want, but you got to be ethical, and uh, you shouldn't do that. Now, if you got a brand new system, you're going to put that in the seller's disclosure because that's a that's something good that's going to have a lifespan. But no, if it's not true, it shouldn't be listed like that. It, you know, this is how you end up right. in court doing things like stupid things like that just to try to get a commission. So no, right. no. it never works out. No. Whenever you try, you know, to do something that is not true. It always comes back to bite you. No doubt about it. And you, sometimes it bites you a lot long, lot further down the line. So I yeah. always, that's and why might, that's why my second rule of life is little pigs get fed, big pigs get slaughtered because it's it's no, right. there's no reason to be greedy. And this is, that's the kind of stuff they're doing just to get a commission. That's like right. that, and, that case I'm involved in when I'm an expert witness. That was all that was about. They just want to get paid. It's terrible. No. I just don't do that now, stuff. Something might not happen to this HVAC system, no. but something else will happen because that's karma. Yep. So you never want to, you never want to do that. Yeah, All right. No. Question number two: If the inspection period for a home sale is fifteen days from one twenty three twenty four, is it fifteen days or fifteen? I'm sorry, is it fifteen business days or fifteen calendar days? It's actually calendar days. It's fifteen days. Uh, it's fifteen days. That's not like some things where they only count Monday through Friday. It's 15 days. Right. That's why you got to try. You got to be careful with this stuff. When you write a contract, the date starts when everybody signed the execution date. So when the buyer wrote the deal, send it to the seller, the seller made a change, sends it back to the buyer. The buyer agrees or doesn't agree, sends it back to the seller. Seller sends it back. They finally execute it. That took three days. Then the clock starts, right. and and then it's 15 days from that. That means 15 days to find a, a home inspector that's not that in that that busy. 15 days to make sure that the buyers can be at the house to let somebody in. 15 days to make sure the sellers can show up, and then within that, the home inspector do the home inspection, get the report back to the buyers, and then if there's anything they want, get a letter of request over to the to the sellers and back in 15 days. That's why I don't understand agents that leave this thing at 10. It's 10 days in the contract in Pennsylvania if you don't change it. I always put like 20, 25 days. If we get it done earlier, fine. But why put yourself in, under the gun? Right. It's crazy. All right, it's the next one. All right, the next question is, I live in California and I will be selling our home this coming May of twenty twenty. And I'm wondering if I should install solar panels as a selling point. I don't know. It's well, a, considering all the rain that you've had in the last. I don't know. <laughs> California, too. You know, I'm not familiar with. They have so many crazy laws in California and regulations. For And now, first of all, I don't think you can get them installed that quick. California is one of the most regulated states in the country. I doubt if you get permits and architectural plans and all that done and installed by May anyway. But then the other thing is, what, how, what is the deal on the panels? Do you own them? Are you leasing them? Is right. it going to be a plus? 
or is somebody going to have to pick up that that payment along with their mortgage payment? And in California, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I guarantee you, they are more regulated than probably any other state in the country. Well, so I, you you have to do your homework out there. Yeah. Well, apparently, you know, you're only able to charge your electric car so many hours a day. They're a mess. It's a big thing. You know, they got to get over this global warming stuff because it's not true. It, it they, they they only tell a little part of it. They don't talk about the rest of it. You know. More people die from freezing than warmth. And warmth and CO2 makes plants grow. I think I remember that from grammar school. <laughs> What's the next one? The next question is, renter responsible for sewage bill. If I lease, it only says water bill. See, this is going to depend where you're at. Now, most of the renters in Philly, a lot of the landlords pick up the water bill and then they give them a fee monthly and it's water and sewage now according to what township you're on you could have a separate sewage bill but i know in philadelphia your sewage bill is all is also your water bill so you're paying both and then now we got about four more on there that nobody even pays attention to we have a we have a green fee it's like three or four hours no nobody ever explained that one to us we got the storm water rain tax that at this my school Little storefront. It's like fifty-five hours a month, and you got the service fee, the sewage fee. So you got to look at that bill. But most leases, I don't know if I should say most leases because if I was the tenant, I'd make them pay the water bill. If I was the owner, I I know some owners are triple net. They make them pay the taxes too. Yeah. Oh, just send me the rent. That's all I want. Right. What's all right. Next, next question. If the closing date expired. And there are no signed addendums to extend the closing date. Can the buyer sue me for my home? They are threatening to. Well, once it's once the closing well, date, who's, yeah, who's once you're past the date it? and there was no addendum to extend, the deal is dead. There is no contract. Now, if the seller did something on purpose that they just changed their mind, there is a law that a buyer could sue for performance and if if they were you know just you can't just change your mind that's not going to hold up in court so maybe this maybe this seller didn't do certain things to avoid getting didn't let the home inspector in didn't let the appraiser in did things like that to stretch it out so the contract would expire to get out of the deal now a buyer on that side could have a case. Uh, yeah, there's a lot and, more information, and there's a term for that too. Yeah. And uh, and the, a judge could make you right. sell the house. All right, yeah. great questions as usual, and we appreciate everyone sending them in. Coming up next is going to be our topic of the day: six reasons why it makes sense to sell a home right now before the spring rush. And Deanne's predicting a spring rush. Yes. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back.
Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT All Positive, all the time. All right, Dan, where are we at? All right, Mark, we are up to six reasons why it makes sense to sell a home right now before the spring rush. Yeah, and that's a misconception right there. You know when the spring market starts? January. January 1st. But anyway, there's all this perception that it doesn't start until the weather gets warm. But, you know, if you're thinking about selling your house in 24, I'm telling you, people are going to start listening because I heard uh, Dave from the studio, he's going to make everybody in Philadelphia listen to our show one week. (laughs) And then there's going to be a ton of listings. (laughs) But, and that's true. If we could get everybody, all of our listeners out there, tell somebody else to listen to this show because it is the best time in history to sell. And you could get ahead of the curve because- it is going to start getting busier this year, no matter what. People can only sit on the fence so long. So, you know, you can make a, make a difference by telling people how great of a time it is to sell. And there's going to be things that are going to happen. Mortgage rates are going to fall down. They're going to come down. Deanne's predicting by my birthday, May 6th, we'll be in the fives. And, you, and that's a big difference from where we're at today. And they predict that around two-thirds of the homeowners had mortgage interest rates below 4%. And that's why these some of these people have been holding off. So, But you can't, you can't hold your life up over an interest rate. So you, people are going to start making moves. And then the inventory is low. And that's been, we've been talking about that for so long, this low inventory. We're at a 14-year hist- historic low we've been at. Uh, but that's going to start changing because people's lives change. And then you need a the bigger house, smaller house, you know, whatever. There's all kinds of reasons people move. Well, and, and also we, we talked about this, Mark. It goes back to people's lifestyle. 
You know, yeah. it doesn't fit their lifestyle anymore. Right. And then, and if you got to go, you got to go. Jobs <laughs> change, all kinds of things, you know, happen. So, and now you're going to get top dollar for your house. The longer you wait, the less you're going to get. Right. And buyers. And you're going to lose are, out on the future purchase. That's right. And the buyers are going to be jumping in because the millennials are all getting in buyer age. They're starting to make more money. The only one we got to worry about are the dinks. <laughs> and then and the gen, gen Zers. They're all buying. And and still, number two, it boomers. Boomers are making moves. They yeah, yeah, let's go out to the suburbs and have a lot of ground. And now they're looking out the windows going, God damn, I don't feel like I don't feel like cutting that grass. <laughs> let's go back to the city. There's all kinds of reasons, but you know, they're still making moves and they're living. Nobody thought they were all going to live to like 90. <laughs> the millennials are probably going to live to like 100, 110. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, they're going to make a lots of moves. And home sellers won't have to work as hard. If you put your house up on the market earlier, you're going to have less competition. And right now, I think it is a great time to list because uh, you're going to get top dollar for all this. Yep. And the sellers who also plan to beat the crowds and get their house ready, just don't do anything stupid like, you know, put something in the house that's not going to add value. You know, maybe paint jobs, fix roofs, you know, no jacuzzis, stuff like that. Don't put a pool in if you don't have one. You know, be careful what you do. And then get your house, you know, houses that are priced right and shows right, show right, sell right away. Unclutter, that's a big one because most people don't notice it. And if you do the little things, that first perception, and then you list and make sure you got good pictures on some realtor that was still doing about 45 when he went by your house. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't make out the license plate as you're zooming in because it's like blurred. (laughs) And then personal reasons to, you know, in this, if you think it's uncertain, while timing in the market when listing a property can work to a seller's advantage, homeowners should not be dissuaded from listing if they need to move, whether for a job change, family size, retirement, all kinds of reasons. The primary motivation isn't usually financial, it's personal. Right. Sometimes sellers need to remind themselves they wanted to move, why they want to move there in the first place. It's a change in your life. And these 48% of renters, I just double-checked to see if our number was still at 48. We're still at 48% of Philly rents. That's There's like over 600,000 units in Philly. We're talking like almost 300,000 units of people that are renting in Philadelphia, which is one of the bargains places to buy a home in the country. Why is 48% of people renting? It's ridiculous. Lack of knowledge. You, that that group really needs to start thinking about uh, buying a property because there's something that there's a lot more than financial. I mean, having a house, I, I'm glad when I get back home. You know, I'm home, and that's a different. If I was renting an apartment, I feel like I'm on vacation. You know, this isn't permanent. I don't think anybody that lives in an apartment thinks it's permanent. No, I know some people that live in an apartment that paid off the mortgage, stayed there for 18, 20 years just because I didn't want to own a house because I didn't want to have to do any maintenance. 
but you'd rather be in a battle with your landlord about a leak. You know, give me a break. Right. right. <laughs> you, got any, you got anything to add to that? No, I mean, I again, it, it comes down, you know, and I keep beating it, but it comes down to data and documents that you just have to see your lifestyle, your savings, the numbers, your tax deduction, especially now people are going to be getting tax refunds. What are you going to do with that money? Like, what are you going yeah. to spend it on? Spend I it on yourself and start to create wealth and use it as part of your closing costs or part of your down payment and let the money work for you. I bet you a third of the 48% in Philadelphia that rents goodbye right now. If they had a, conver- had a conversation with you, a third of them, that'd be a hundred thousand sales. Yep. Yeah. That would be because there's only 2,900 actives in Philly right now. As of today, 2,900 actives in the 2,900. Yeah. And, Phil, and Bucks County is about 537 and Montgomery is about 500. That's the whole county. Yeah. It's crazy. That's insane. All right. All right. So coming up next, Mark, is going to be um, our segment with Asking Dr. A. And it's going to be about managing your emotional intelligence part two. Hi, Dr. Abelson. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Excellent. We are good. So last week you explained what emotional intelligence is. So if somebody missed the show, go to Good News and Real Estate and you can dot uh, com and you can listen to the show from last week. So today, explain to us this part. Well, this part deals with how aware the person is about their own emotions, uh, and it's it, and, and it's interesting. We run into people all the time who start screaming at you, uh, and they and then when you say, "Well, are you angry?" And me, oh no, I'm not angry. What gives you the impression that I'm angry? Well, because <laughs> you're hollering at me. You know, <laughs> what else should I think is going on? You know, type of thing. So, uh, unfortunately, there are a good number of people who really aren't even aware themselves as to how they're feeling. So when, when, when that's the case, then, then there's a long way that you got to go to be able to control this. If you're not even aware of your emotions, there's no way you're going to be able to control them and, and manage them effectively. So the first trick is to, is to come up with techniques uh, and different ways to become more aware of your emotions. Even those people that are good okay, at, at being aware. I mean, when we do our certification program, we're doing one in a little while, uh, a couple of weeks from now. Um, the uh, we talk about that as far as awareness. And what I do is I say to them, OK, how are you feeling right now? Write it down. It's just a little exercise. And it's, it's amazing. You know, some people you give them a minute to write down how they're feeling and they put down two or three emotions. Some people put down a dozen emotions. All right. So so some people are really aware of what's going on for them where some people aren't. And then some people it's kind of like, geez, I don't know. Uh, so they, they maybe only put one emotion down they're feeling these things they're just not aware of it so so again the trick is to to at least get to the point where you're aware of how you're feeling about things uh and that will really help you because one of the things we talked about last week is people buy from emotion so if you're not aware of how you're feeling then you're an easy mark to buy things that you really don't need uh because you're going to buy them because you don't even know emotion. to yourself that, no, I really don't need this or I don't want it, uh, but I'll be a nice guy or a nice gal and I'll buy it. And then they get it home and they never look at it again. It's interesting. Uh, I can't say no. I have fun by going to professional speakers because uh, I want to see what they're doing. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but a lot of you have probably right. been to this one speaker that gets you jumping up and up and up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And then he gives you a break. 
all right? And then you go out, and there's all there's all these videos and them. all these tapes and all speakers. these books by this person that you can buy. Well, what he's done is he's just, you know, elated your emotions, making you feel really good and real excited, so you're an easier mark to go out and buy stuff. And so... And, and and I just laugh at it because I am fairly aware of how I'm feeling. So it, it, it just personally sickens me that so many people get duped into buying things because they're not even aware of how they're feeling at the time and whether it's what, what's really going on for them. So first step, self-aware. I personally can't stand those kind of seminars when people say, all right, let's stretch and let's do this. Yeah, well, let's clap and, and let's, smart, you know, you know give me a out. break. Uh, yeah, I'm like, you know. Just get exactly. to the bottom line. Will so if please? anybody's interested in our certification program, it's only three uh, with three hour sessions. Uh, get in touch with me or if you have any one, other information about any of the stuff we do, just get me at drperiode at ablesyn.net, A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net. Yeah, I'll leave you open. Am I certified, doctor? <laughs> Not on this, but you are, we will, you are certified in different ways, Mark. I, know, I knew that was going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you set yourself up. I know. I left you an opening there. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was a softball. All right. If you have any questions, you can send them to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609 605 7153. Very good. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week on WPHT and also on Odyssey because a lot of people listen to it and download our show. We hope to keep you informed. This week we're on at 4 o'clock. Why are we on at 4 o'clock? Basketball, I think it was, Frank. Penn State basketball. But you can always listen to our show. And if you want to be a sponsor, give me a call. I'd love to get a solar company and a roofer on our show because there's so much change in the roofing industry. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now.